Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Rock signs a multi-year deal with the UFC. John Moxley makes a surprise indie show appearance. Major tag team appears at Impact's tapings. And all of your questions answered, or all of the ones that have come in by the time I'm recording this. Hello and welcome to What Culture Wrestling with myself, Andrew Pollard, on the solo Sunday news on this very chilly, very grim, uh, very frosty Sunday. But hey, what's not frosty is we've got wrestling news, wrestling chatter to get into. Before we do that, though, of course, be sure to like, subscribe, comment, all of that good stuff. Uh, and also, I hope you're having a good Sunday. Whatever you've got planned, lined up for the rest of your Sunday. Or if you're watching this at the end of your Sunday, I hope it's gone cool beforehand. But anyway, I hope Sunday's gone well or as well as it can be for you lots of nice food lots of chilling out lots of doing nothing and eh, we'll see uh, anyway wrestling news before i start rambling already and the rock the great one the people's champion the bona fide wwe hall of famer whenever they want to put him in the biggest superstar in hollywood has signed a multi-year deal with the ufc now this is a caveat because don't be expecting rocky to be getting in the cage and laying the smacketh down on some poor jabronis in the ufc Uh, this deal is actually for The Rock's Project Rock sports brand, uh, which is that's kind of under the uh, Under Armour band banner, as it were. Um, basically, The Rock has signed a deal for his uh, Project Rock to be the official footwear partner of the UFC global partnership arrangement this is for multiple years now the financials of this deal have not been revealed as of this recording uh, the announcement was made well, was made last night uh, which nicely coincided with uh, with UFC's big event where Francis Ngannou retained the UFC heavyweight title and this deal was in place at that event now the the deal basically is for uh, male and female fighters and their corner teams to wear Project Rock gear, uh, the footwear, the trainers, and probably other merchandise stuff uh, for fight week events, for training, for public trainings, for weigh-ins, for the, the walk to the cage on fight night itself, and that came into play last night. Now, this is a deal that was previously done by Reebok, but yeah, Reebok's out of the equation. It's all about Project Rock, brother. Now, The Rock himself has put a comment out, historic, I'm honored and proud. Project Rock is the official global footwear partner of the UFC starting this weekend. Um, yeah, uh, 
all athletes and teams will rep Project Rock footwear. Tweeted that was from The Rock, the great one. Uh, yeah, this, this isn't the first time that The Rock's had a, a dabble with the UFC. Uh, he is a longtime friend of Dana White, the UFC president, but also he's present at UFC 244, 244, You Basically, when it was Jorge Masvidal, it was Nate Diaz for the BMF, which you can, I can't say what that stands for on here, but it's better than GYF, that Jericho thing. Uh, anyway, yeah, The Rock was present to basically to hand over the BMF title to Masvidal after he beat Nate Diaz. So yeah, The Rock and the UFC are going to be working for multiple years from here on out. Now, on more of a wrestling wrestling, because that's a headline that The Rock signs with UFC, but in terms of proper wrestling, as in people in the ring slapping each other around the face, John Moxley did just that last night for WrestleFest 26. To give it its full title, this was Northeast Wrestling's WrestleFest 26. I have it written down there uh, across from me, where he turned up as a, a surprise. Uh, from what I gather, it was supposed to be Jay Lethal was supposed to be there and Mox was a replacement, uh, which is a hell of a replacement. I mean, Jay Lethal is a, a fantastic wrestler, a fantastic promo, a fantastic all-round performer. John Moxley's John Moxley. <laughs> that's uh, that, that's a huge name to get in. He was in the opening match against Channing Thomas, where Mox picked up the victory, of course. Uh, so the Death Rider rolled into WrestleFest, cracked some skulls, and is now set for action again tonight, Sunday night, as, as of this recording, where he'll defend the GCW World title against Homicide at the, the World on GCW event from the Hammerstein Ballroom, which is a, a stacked card, and that match itself is, is sure to be great. Now, an interesting caveat when I was looking into this event, uh, Breastfest 26. The main event was Bully Ray, uh, Bully Ray and Enzo. Now that's a tag team um, <laughs> going up against Adam Sher, the, the former Braun Strowman, and Eric Redbeard, the former Eric Rowan. Um, now, what makes this particularly interesting, of course, is uh, to me, I'm thinking, any conversations going on there, lads, behind the scenes? Just because, uh, of course, Bully Ray was Bully Ray. And was uh, was was very outs not I don't know outspoken is the word. Um, he just caused some controversy, which he does have a habit of doing, of course, uh, on Busted Open Radio this week, where Mox made his big return on Dynamite on Wednesday, uh, opened the show, got a massive pop, looked looked in great condition, looked healthy, uh, and gave this really impassioned, inspiring, kick-ass promo. It's not even a promo; it was just a, an honest speech sprinkled in with some wrestling promo, where he then talked about how they basically put the AEW roster on notice and that. He is thirsty for blood, and Bully Ray. He he was he was he praised this promo, but he also said that Mox the fans deserved an apology from Moxley in this promo. I'm a wrestling fan. I don't need an apology from that dude. He's been through enough. I just want to see him healthy and and doing whatever he loves doing. If he wants to wrestle, great. If he doesn't, great. Just whatever keeps him happy. Uh, so yeah, Bully Ray was in the main event of, in a tag team match on this WrestleFest event. So you just think like, did they wonder if they had a, a little a little back and forth maybe? Because uh, Renee Paquette, uh, she was one of the first people to hit out of Bully Ray for his comments. Paige has done so. Mick Foley is, has kind of done so. It's like, you know, if you... if. If, if Mick Foley's disagreeing with what you're saying, you know you're kind of wrong because Mick Foley's one of the loveliest dudes in the history of professional wrestling. But anyway, Moxley made this appearance last night. He will be performing again tonight for GCW and then presumably on Dynamite this coming Wednesday where hopefully the seeds have been sown, brothers and sisters, for Brian Danielson and John Moxley. So hopefully we get a bit more of that on Wednesday. Um, this was set, uh, Moxley's, I should probably say, this was Moxley's second match back in action after his his, uh, his treatment for uh, alcoholism. Um, when he went through uh, the rehabilitation, uh, impatient as it were. Uh, the, that first match back was on Rampage this past Friday against All Ego, Ethan Page. And after that, there was that little kind of Mox is walking to the back and you've got Brian Danielson with the biggest 
Uh, I'm not sure I can say the word I'm going to say, so I'll say turd-eating grin and just a sarcastic applause at Mox, which is hinting at something more to come, which I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, a quick spoiler uh, here for to turn away if you don't want to hear now. Um, Impact Wrestling, they had some tapings over the weekend. And last night, this is from Fort Lauderdale from Florida's Charge Dodge Center. And a major tag team finally made their arrival in Impact Wrestling. Uh, it, it was announced ahead of time. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a spoiler there. It's maybe a spoiler what they did. Um, either way, mute me for a bit if you don't want to hear this. Um, but the Gorillas of Destiny. Yes, the Gorillas of Destiny have turned up in Impact. Uh, we were told ahead of time, I think it was, what, beginning of this month, that it was known that they were coming to Impact. They they were present at these uh, tapings yesterday on Saturday. They, of course, interacted with Jay White. They interacted with the Good Brothers. They interacted with Violent by Design. Uh, they, we even got some a match as well. Um, this was all done to set up Basically, we've got no surrender on her horizon. And now at these tapings, you had uh, Tamatanga Tamaloa and Jay White defeating Violet by Design, which is Eric Young, Joe Doring, and Dina. Uh, and this is to set up Eric Young versus Jay White and no surrender. And then, interestingly, it's going to be the Gorillas of Destiny challenging for the Impact World titles, the World Tag Titles held by the Good Brothers at No Surrender. So, yeah, No Surrender's at the shape of Impact Man is in a good place. Uh, I, I feel like any chance I get, I mark out for Impact here. And, and I, I used to for Ring of Honor. And, and now I don't know if that's ever going to be a thing again, <laughs> at least how I used to view it. Um, and the NWA. Throw some love wherever you can, I, I think. But Impact, yeah, if, you, if you've been sleeping on Impact, go and check it out, man. It's, it's great. And, and also, uh, again... A spoiler, but not a spoiler. It just seems like there's some interesting stuff going on with Josh Alexander from looking into these tapings, but you can find that information out online. So if you want to go into that, but yeah, here for Josh Alexander all day long. Um, and that's kind of it for news. It's it's uh, it's that weird weekend where it's like the Royal Rumble's a week away. Um, GCW, the world on GCW is tonight. Um, there's no big shows or anything as of last night. So the news is a little thing on the ground. That's professional. That's professional. I'm getting on to the questions bit now. This is where you throw in all of your questions this morning to, to basically give me something to do on this Sunday morning. I love answering questions. Uh, last week, there was lots of Bret Hart questions, which I'm forever thankful for because you're Bret Hart. Um, but yeah, let's get straight to it. I'm going to be quick and hopefully concise on these, but that's probably clearly a false promise. Frank Slipper. Hello, Frank. Uh, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday to you. With all the hype of the Forbidden Door being open, do you think the Rumble will disappoint? Yes and no. It depends on your own expectations, really, Frank. Um... Or should that be Mr. Slipper? I, I think with a name like Slipper, you deserve to be properly addressed. But I, I think if you're going into the Royal Rumble expecting people from AEW, yes, you're going to be disappointed. If you go into the Royal Rumble expecting people from New Japan Pro Wrestling, there's a 95% chance you're going to be very disappointed, uh, I think, just because the... The main New Japan crew, it's the, the quarantine break regulations with getting in and out of Japan at the moment. Uh, it, it's just, it means, I think it's like two weeks in isolation you have to spend. So the, the, the reality of getting somebody from New Japan, say an Okada or a Tanahashi over into the Rumble, it just, it doesn't really make sense. Now there is New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong uh, based in Los Angeles. So maybe somebody from there but I think realistically New Japan Pro Wrestling you have to rule them out. AEW, I don't think that's happening. That talk of the, the, the speculation of Cody Rhodes I, no, um, I, I think, um, yeah, I think it depends where you where you put your expectations as to how much you'd be disappointed. I think if you're expecting people from Impact, maybe. If you're expecting people from the NWA, maybe. If you're expecting the former Ring of Honor stars, possibly. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, right, Mark, solid. Uh, morning, Andrew. If AEW were to do an... Uh, it's easy for me to say. If AEW were to do an Elimination Chamber type match, which title would you be most interested to see defended and which wrestlers? I'd go for the women's title. Um, also, good wishes to Thumper on his road to recovery after leg surgery. Yeah, a little picture of Thumper with the old cone on because uh, Thumper is a dog, I should say, for anybody who's not seen the picture. It might be on your screen about now. So best wishes to Thumper. Uh, always thanks for a, a dog old picture on the Sunday, Mark. Um, I mean, if you're going to do uh, an Elimination Chamber sort of match, the the women's world title is, there's enough uh, there's enough ladies there to, to fill out an Elimination Chamber. I mean, obviously you've got the MD, uh, the good doctor, Britt Baker. You've got Thunder Rosa, you've got Mercedes Martinez, you've got uh, Ruby Soho, Chris Statlander, uh, Layla Hirsch, man. Have Layla Hirsch go in there. Legit Layla Hirsch, crack some skulls, take the world title, dominate everybody. Um, but you've got, I mean, you, Serena Deep. Jesus, man, absolutely killing it at the moment. One of my probably my favorite wrestler on the world to, on the planet to watch right now is Serena Deep. Uh, you've got Hikaru Shida, you've got Riho, um, you've got Nyla Rose, you've got Red Velvet. If you wanted to throw Jay Cargill into that, you could, but then part of the logic for me is like, well, as the TBS champion, maybe you keep her away from such a match uh, if she's not going to win it. Um, so yeah, the women are a good option. For, I think one thing that jumps out to me is I'd like to see maybe the TNT title in that sort of environment, only because I'm thinking just a Miro in that and just have Miro, because I think maybe you do you could do something where former champions automatically qualify for that match. And that's where Miro come into this and Miro just decimates everybody because Miro's a beast. Um, but then, of course, if you were to do the men's world title, Miro could easily go into that and do the exact same thing. Yeah, but you'd have to win his spot. So, yeah, I, I think you've got a, a good point there with the women. Me, I'm, I'm kind of leaning more towards a TNT title match purely as well because Cody Rhodes has that title. And Cody Rhodes is doing a lot of first, brother. That, right, okay, we want a singles ladder match. We want a, a table spot where I'm going to be on fire and it's kind of going to look a bit naff because I'm going to kind of miss Andrade and set myself on fire, but I get the win anyway. Um yeah, I think maybe Cody would make sure he was in this match regardless. Uh, right, next question. Matt Reigns, good morning, my friend. Good morning, Matthew. Uh, who are some of your personal picks you'd like to see in Ivor Rumble this year? Have a wonderful Sunday, brother. And you, Matt, have a good Sunday, my man. Um, me, personal picks for the Royal Rumble. And this, this is a genuine answer. Marty Goddamn Janetti. 
Oh, Autotanker. I, I am not joking with these ones. Uh, as a kid, man, I, I, I've actually I've not long uh, got done it. I'm, I'm rewatching lots of Rumbles, and at the moment, oh, a couple of days ago, I rewatched uh, Rumble '93, where you get the Martin Shaw match, which is good, but you feel like there's another gear, and then you find the story behind it that Marty was maybe not um, uh, in the best condition to perform, should we say? Uh, yeah, I, Marty Janetti, man. I'm always a Marty Janetti mark. Uh, he's that guy that like, I can't quit him. It's like all the, the, the all the mistakes he makes, all the times he gets fired and hired, all the questionable uh, social media activity about his, his stepdaughter, but not his stepdaughter. Uh, that thing, that when that happened, it's like, jeez, man. But uh, yeah, I, I, as a big rockers, Mark, um, and a Marty Jannetty Mark, Marty Jannetty's in there for me if I get to book this. The Tank is in there for me. The one, two, three kid, man, or X-Pac, whatever you want to call him, Sean Waltman gets in that rumble. Just, I, I'm dying to see Waltman back. We know he's cleared. We know he's had, I think it was a knee surgery that it was a problem he'd had for years. And he's, he's talked about himself, how he'd love to be in the rumble. He'd love to have one more match. He'd love for it to be in WWE. I think Waltman's a, a no-brainer for this. Um, then you look at Bram Breaker again. The story's actually a couple of days ago that Bram Breaker is probably going to be in the Rumble. I'm cool for that. Just treat him kindly, treat him nicely, have him look like a beast. And then if you're looking elsewhere, I think Moose would be a really good fit for the Royal Rumble. Nick Aldis, I would love to see Nick Aldis there. I mean, Mickey James, that's that's Mickey James's husband. And you're thinking Mickey James is going to be at the Rumble as the Impact Knockout Women's Champion in the Women's Royal Rumble match. Why not bring Nick Aldis along as well? Um, the dude has earned a shot in that company, man. The dude has earned a shot in, in wherever he wants to go. I, I'm a I'm a big, uh, big Aldis fan. Um, Alex Hammerstone would be fun to see. Big fan of that. The MLW World Champion. Jacob Fatu as well, while you're talking MLW. That seems... Uh, why he's not in that company already, again. Uh, Jacob Fatu it just seems perfect, man. The, the Samoan werewolf. Uh, he he has so much of... It's, it, I mean, it's it's... Is it an unfair comparison to make? I don't know. There's a lot of Umaga to him. Uh, Jacob Fatu is a monster, man. Roxy, I, I think, is maybe um, a viable option for the Women's Royal Rumble, the former inaugural RH Women's Champion. Raquel Gonzalez, man. Get her up to that main roster. There's there's no point in her in NXT at the moment. That She's done everything she can. But yeah, they're the kind of names I'm looking at. There's a mixture there of active, active non-WWE wrestlers. There's a mixture of NXT wrestlers. And there's a mixture of legends. Tatanka and Marty Jannetty. And the one, two, three kid, man. Uh, right, Dan Risk. What do you think the future holds for the recent NXT wrestlers who've been appearing on main event? Tommaso Ciampa, Pete Dunne, Roderick Strong, etc. Fearful, man. I am fearful. Um, it just feels like they've, obviously, they've outgrown NXT as to what it is now. Um, but they don't seem to fit in NXT 2.0. Um, 2.0, as Adam Wilborn would say. Um, yeah, it's it's one of them where you just, you look, again, it comes back to the size. Uh, you look at the size of the guys and you just know, regardless of how goddamn talented they are, Vince McMahon is just going to see a Roddy Strong, a, a Tommaso Ciampa. Maybe not Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne might have a, a fighting chance of doing something. But I think Ciampa, man, I, it's, it's painful. But then the other side of that is you think that, okay, there, there's other options out there for these guys. So if WWE aren't doing anything with them or they're just going to, yeah, he's just Tommaso Ciampa, man. In NXT, he's been such a badass all the way through. His his story arc when you go from when they when him and him and Gargano came in and they never particularly teamed together, just to throw them in as a tag team and then fully become DIY, get signed, go on a tear as a tag team, put on those bangers with FTR that and the Officer Pain. They just had a run of really great matches. Then the split, the story arc of Tommaso Ciampa, man. Tommy Ciampa is a phenomenal one. Um, and you think that if he goes to the main roster, nope. Roddy Strong, nope. 
Uh, right, Grant Perkins. Here's a fun question. Hello, Grant. I hope you and uh, Eva are doing well. Uh, if you could pick three epic male wrestlers, one from Impact, one from AEW, one from WWE, to form a three-man stable that performed as three different effective and complementary two-man tag teams in the third man's company, who do you pick? I think if you go on the monsters, the, the big guys, I'd go Moose, I'd go Brian Cage, and I'd go Damian Priest as a trio. And then there's the the more fun side where you go Chris Saban. Chris Saban, man, is so underrated. Chris Saban, Dante Martin, because that kid gets me excited. He does stuff I've never seen before. And Ricochet, probably arguably the most underused wrestler on the planet. And then there's another final thought where it's Josh Alexander, it's Brian Danielson, and it's Tony Cesaro. And those guys are going to tie you up in knots. There are my answers on that. Um, hopefully that that's, I've answered the question correctly there. Uh, Printer Weeb has got in touch. We all love Hook's luscious hair, but if he had to compete in a hair versus hair match, who would be a worthy opponent to risk it on? Again, if it's AW, it's going to be Cody Rhodes because everything is Cody Rhodes. Um, but no, I think Alex Reynolds, uh, he's got a good head of hair in him. But I think the big match, brother, if you're booking it, Hook's big luscious hair. I think I think you put it up against Wardlow's man bun. I think that's it. I think that's the match. Bucket. Bucket's only gone. Uh, and a final question from Dave. Morning, Andrew. A happy cold January Sunday to you. All of the marks in a Dave Mark house have COVID and a housebound stir crazy. So could you answer those this? Uh, from your annual rewatching of the Royal Rumbles, which one would you want to change the winner of to revise history? Firstly, Dave, uh, thanks for the message. I hope you and the family are feeling a bit better and I hope you're on the men sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, uh, get well, brother. Uh, as for the question, as for which Royal Rumble finishes I change, first one comes to mind, 1995, I would have the British Bulldog win. Davy Boy Smith does not get thrown out by that goddamn skin in the cat, son of a gun, Shawn Michaels. The Bulldog wins. Um, that's that's the first one. And then the second one is one that the guy himself has talked about, I think 2001, uh, where you've got Steve Austin and you've got Kane, where Kane just beats the tar out of everybody got a stupid amount of eliminations looked like a monster it's when he had the the the, the singlet with the both arms showing and he just looked like a beast uh get yeah man i, I really like that version of kane and austin himself said that he should have called an audible and had him be eliminated by kane kane win the whole thing but then of course you have like how do you get to rock and austin at mania they could have worked other ways out of course but then what you do with kane in the meantime if he's won the rumble and this is the time when you know there's only the, the one world title so how yeah there's ways of doing that, but I think that's the bigger question. Yeah, okay, it would have been great. Kane would have been a great option to win that Rumble on the fly, but then where'd you go from there? Um, but right, that's been it. This feels like it's done a long time. So apologies to Editor Ryan if he needs to trim lots of this out. Um, thank you for coming and joining me on this Sunday. I hope whatever you're doing on your Sunday is going to be great. I hope you've had a fun one. Uh, Dave and the Markhams, I hope you're all on the mend. Uh, and I hope this COVID, I hope you kick its ass, brother. Um, yeah, um, I've been Andrew Pollard at What Culture Wrestling. Be sure to follow us at What Culture WWE on Twitter. Be sure to like, subscribe, uh, and comment, and all the good stuff on this video. Be nice, it's a Sunday. Uh, and also, if you want, you can come and follow me on Twitter at Cultured Left Peg. You don't have to, I won't be offended. I can't promise it'll be exciting. Uh, but there you go. Right, have a great Sunday, and I will catch you next weekend. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.